Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News on this Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. I tell you what, the weekend is not even close to around the corner, and it already feels like a long week for me. I'm going to help you out today with sharing some of your entertainment news. Kaylin Bristow, always in the news. We've got Vanderpump Rules as well, plus some non-Bachelor content. All this and more on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. Alrighty then, where do we begin? I uh, did mention yesterday that I was going to be covering Gabby Windy, former Bachelorette, revealing that she slid into Ben Hagen's DMs, but that episode of uh, the Almost Famous podcast hasn't come out yet, so we don't have that, and I've yet to sift through the episode with um, Sean Booth. His new podcast just dropped. I figured if there was anything worth reporting, someone would have sent it to me by now, so not much on that front, but I've got some news for you. I'm going to share with you some Vanderpump news and, of course, Bachelor content. Uh, Caitlin Bristow was, uh, you know, pulled aside by a guy who was doing a Man on the Street interview, asking her how much money she spent on uh, her trip to New York City. So we'll discuss that. Plus, you know, just for the fun of it, I shared how much my trip to New York will be costing. You know, it's a business expense. Uh, I travel for stand-up comedy and to do different podcasts for cross-promotion, things like that. So I'll be in Nashville on Monday, May 29th, along with New York City the week after for shows. So uh, go to my Instagram at dneals or go to linktree.com slash Dave Neal. There'll be a link in the comment section below if you want to buy tickets for my New York City show. So the story that I wanted to start with today was one that we did cover uh, in its entirety on the YouTube, but I'm just going to give you the SparkNotes version. This is Jesse Waters, who is a host um, on Fox News, giving a creepy take on the new Bachelor spinoff, the Golden Bachelor. Have a listen. All know women love watching The Bachelor, but hold your roses, ladies, because the show's <laughs> turning into Golden Girls. There's a new edition of The Bachelor. They're calling it The Golden Bachelor, where all of the contestants are going to be over 65. I don't know if I'm going to watch this. I'm sorry. Only if The Bachelor was 65 and all the other women were young. That I would watch. All right, so it's just, you know, I have my whole story here. And, like, I'm all about uh, satire. Someone commented, hey, Jesse Waters, he, he does a lot of satirical stuff. It's like, well, why is he on a news program? You know what I mean? It's, okay, it's whatever. He's saying he would watch old men if they were dating young women. I don't know. I mean, even if it is satirical, it just doesn't make him look good. It's kind of one of those, like, I'm not gay, bro, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't shower with anyone unless it was hot young women. It's kind of like, what, you, you can't watch old people fall in love? You can't watch a, uh, you know, was, so anyway, um, I didn't quite understand the, the humor behind it, but uh, I guess you're allowed attempts at humor. To me, it just becomes kind of like, all right, what are we doing? Are we doing news or are we doing entertainment? How come we have entertainment? No, entertainment news, if we're watching things like Vanderpump, th those are obviously just there for your entertainment, right? Uh, but when it comes to the actual news, why does the news have to become 
entertainment, you know? Where did the business model go wrong where we, we didn't just have someone read us the news? Hi, I'm Tom Brokaw, and this is the news. You know what I mean? Now it's like, hi, I'm Tom Brokaw, and I wouldn't dare watch a show unless there was hot young women. It's like, what? Gener- what is going on? And this isn't um, a, a dig specifically at Fox. I mean, they all do it. They all have the same business model. CNN interviewed Trump because they were trying to boost their ratings. Fox fired their number one rating source, and their ratings are down. It's kind of just like a battle of who can uh, shock each other into getting clicks and views. And I mean, look, that's a game that's been playing online with uh, clickbait for a long time, and that's the business model. But of course, you know, it's a slow news day when these are the types of stories we've got coming out. I want to remind you guys, though, we're very excited to be uh, making this podcast. We couldn't do it without our featured sponsor. And today's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast is sponsored by Green Chef. Green Chef is our sponsor all week long. They are the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you. Bring more flavor to your table this spring with Green Chef's wholesome elevated recipes featuring seasonal organic produce and unique farm fresh ingredients. I've already mentioned this. You guys know I'm doing the keto diet. Uh, That's very specific to my sort of intake and what I'm trying to do for me. But there's Mediterranean, fit, vegetarian, vegan, so many different options that you can get. For me, the the, uh, keto gives me that low carb and high fat lifestyle, keeps my brain fueled without the crash. You know, I I got that problem with the sugar where uh, if I eat too much sugar, my brain crashes. I get, uh, you know, uh, sort of inflammation and all all the the little things start to go here. So we're just trying to uh, keep the ticker working so we can keep making content for you. Go to greenchef.com slash rushhour60 and use code rushhour60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. The number one meal kit for eating well. All right, let's keep it going. We're going to pivot a little bit. Pivot to some Vanderpump news. Now there's so many Vanderpump stories, but the kind of tragic one that's going to be in in a bombshell documentary, there's a contestant named Lala Kent, Lauren Kent, that's her name. But she was married or at least engaged, I don't know if they were actually married to Randall Emmett, and he actually was exposed by 50 Cent of all people for owing him money as a real creep. And it turns out uh, the FBI has been looking into this guy. He's completely been canceled and and by the way, this is where cancel culture should be working. This is where people should be using their collective energy to get rid of monsters that are out there. And I, le- I mean, I should, should I say this allegedly? But the guy, he's just one of those dudes that found a position of power as a producer and became completely exploitative. Lala Kent's family members didn't hold back about her ex, Randall Emmett, in a new Hulu documentary. Neither did some of his former employees. The producer, who is 52, is the subject of a movie called The Randall Scandal, Love, Loathing, and Vanderpump, which dropped on Hulu Monday, May 22nd, yesterday. The film expands on the allegations against Emmett from a June 2022 expose in the LA Times. It includes interviews with former assistants, as well as Kent's mother, Lisa, and brother Easton. The first time I met Randall was at dinner, and it was in Salt Lake City, and it was great, Easton recalled of his initial encounter with a film mogul. Lala loved his energy. She loved the way that he loved her. I feel like just all of that and everything that was going uh, for her was amazing. Anyway, so then the interview goes on to explain all the red flags that came out, and it's just a wild story here. Uh, But we're going to watch it, and then I'm going to give you the full recap after I check it out but it's probably more interesting like it's the Vanderpump scandal is interesting you know where uh, you've got Tom Sandoval cheated on his long-term girlfriend but it is nothing compared to the predatory nature of what went down with the Randall scandal 
Uh, the, the quote was, if there was nothing to write about and there was no story to tell, there wouldn't be a documentary. The Bravo personality told the newspaper, referring to Emmett's previous claim that the original expose was part of a smear campaign. So yeah, that's the whole thing. People go, oh, they're just trying to smear me. Well, Hulu got into the mix and made a whole documentary about it. So that's what's going on there. And in other Vanderpump News stories, we have Ariana Maddox. She um, staged her move. So yesterday there was uh, photos of her with boxes moving out of her place. Of course, she shares a place with um, Tom Sandoval. They've broken up, but they still own a home together. Ariana is still living under the same roof as her ex-boyfriend, Tom. Turns out her move out of their home was just a clever way for her to make some money off the Scandoval. Sources familiar with the situation tell TMZ Ariana has not moved out, and it appeared yesterday that the whole scene with her carrying boxes out of the house was sponsored content. The Vanner and I don't blame her, you know what I mean? Get, get, get your bag, girl. Paparazzi snapped photos of Ariana smiling while carrying boxes labeled finances out of the house, loading them in the U-Haul truck. So my question is this, what is the sponsored content? In the ad, Ariana says, I'm moving up, not out. Well, not yet, at least. It's time to get my financial house in order. I'll have more to share with you very, very soon. Ariana and Tom still living in the home where they each own 50% of the property, though they're sleeping in separate bedrooms and avoiding communication as much as possible. That sounds like a nightmare. And guys, trust me if I, when I say this, it's not too late to get in on the Vanderpump story. If you're like, oh my gosh, I never listened, so I'm never going to catch up. Trust me, I only started watching it two months ago. It is the drama that keeps on giving, and it's not going away anytime soon. Tomorrow night is the first part of a three-part reunion that's coming out. Tom Sandoval, like I said, cheated on his long-term girlfriend with Raquel Levis, whose real name's Rachel, but now Tom Sandoval's new girlfriend has been revealed. Vanderpump Rules star is dating Texas influencer Carly Hale as he moves on from Raquel Levis' affair. So the Vanderpump star, 39 years young, is back dating Texas-based influencer Carly according to the U.S. Sun. The entertainer has been busy in the past few months after his affair with co-star Raquel ended his nine-year relationship. Yeah, it's pretty wild that he was willing to end a nine-year relationship with a essentially a fling that didn't end up working out. Uh, despite the turmoil in his personal life, he's found the time to forge a new romantic connection and has been spotted with Hale on a number of occasions. All right, so you know what? You know, you can always be happy for people for finding their love or whatever you want to call it, but uh, let's just hope that he uh, took the time to, I don't know, get to know himself. Maybe, you know, it's like he's been in a relationship his uh, for his, uh, for all of his 30s. Just be single, bro. Get out there, be single, see a therapist, eat well, get your green chef, you know, food. Go, go keto and uh, try to work it all out. All right. So we'll have more Vanderpump news. I mean, honestly, we could just be a Vanderpump news story at, at, at this level. Like there's just so much content to get to there. But um, that'll be it for today as far as Vanderpump's concerned. And we're going to get to Caitlin Bristow and what she had to say on her street interview about her finances right after a quick word from our sponsors. So we've got Caitlin. Here she is in New York City um, sharing her journey from her time there. But what the interesting thing was is that she was found by Suli Mandolev. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but uh, A for effort. And here's an interview. He does man on the street interviews, um, daily episode of how much Americans spend. So here he found Caitlin Bristow and he's asking her how much she spends. Let's have a listen. What's your name? Um, I'm Caitlin Bristow. And where are you from? Uh, I'm from Vancouver, Canada, but I live in Nashville. And how long have you been in New York City? Two days. How long are you staying here? One more day. Why are you here? 
I have a podcast, and uh, I went to the Sports Illustrated party last night. Yeah. How much are you going to spend on your New York City trip, including the flights, the hotel, the food, and everything? You know this TikTok? Oh my gosh, are you? You're like Jason Tardick. Um, how much am I going to spend? Flights, I spent um, 500, okay, dinner, um, probably around $2,600. How did you spend it? Uh, dinners, flights, hotel, and Ubers, a lot of Ubers. And what's your job? Um, I'm a podcast host and I own, I started my own wine label called Spade and Sparrows. If you were to give one advice to everyone that's watching, it could be anything, what would you say? You gotta live your life by thinking I'd rather be hated for who I am than liked for somebody that I am not. Beautiful. I'd rather be hated for who I am than liked by some for, uh, somebody that I'm not. I'm surprised she only spent $2,600. But when you look at her Instagram, she does tag Royalton Park Avenue Hotel. So chances are she got that for free. Because $2,600, I'm going to be in New York January 6th to the 11th. And six nights for me staying just at a Hyatt um, uh, place is going to cost me over $2,000. So for my trip, I'm imagining I'll spend at least $3,500. I mean, you can't buy a Diet Coke without, you know what I mean? It's an expensive city. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're visiting New York, I will point you in the direction of how to save money. It is the best dollar pizza you'll find in the world. You can go to Grace Papaya and get a hot dog. I'm not claiming it's going to be the best cuisine you've ever had, but you know, one or two meals a day, you need to uh, save your money where you can. If you've never been, you know, funny, funny, uh, I remember my sister and her husband uh, they came to visit me in New York City. And I was like, all right, we'll get um, breakfast sandwiches for everybody. We were getting ready to go to Central Park or something. So I grabbed a bunch of breakfast sandwiches. I, I gra we, we had like five. And, you know, they were bacon, egg, and cheese and whatever. They're from a bodega, which is just a New York term for mini mart, you know? And, um, and my uh, my brother-in-law was like, oh my gosh, this is, was this going to, he was thinking it was going to cost $40, $50. It came out to like $11. He was like, oh my gosh, this is so cheap. And I was like, well, yeah, there are plenty of ways to be in New York City on the cheap. But when you're visiting and you want to go out to dinner, you know, I remember when, uh, when my wife and I went out to this specialty cocktail place during Christmas just to get one of their mulled wine cocktails. It came out to $26 a drink. Yeah. You better be thirsty when you go to New York. You know what I mean? But I always end up at some dive bar where you can get $3 beers. So, you know, it's uh, when you know where to go, it's not that expensive. But very interesting, it was only $2,600 for her. Um, but I guess if you take out the cost of the if you take out the cost of um, the hotel room, so there she was on the red carpet with Machine Gun Kelly um, and... Um, uh, uh, they tried to cancel him, but due to our Second Amendment rights, we couldn't get rid of Machine Gun Kelly. You like that joke? Anyway, here she is. And then she, of course, called herself Walmart um, Megan Fox. Those are her words, not mine. Uh, garage sale Megan Fox. Uh, so there she is with her friends. I wouldn't say she's garage sale Megan Fox. I would say she's uh, Caitlin Bristow. But there she is. So there she is dancing, of course. And that clip got her some in trouble with some people that thought she might have been singing foul words, which, of course, she wasn't. Um, some people have comments on that. Um, OK, so that that's not what happened. Uh, but either way, there she was. And then I guess this is the hotel she was staying at. So, yeah, this is how it works with influencers. When you've got a following, you get to um, either stay for free or stay on the cheap. That's how it works. That's how you trade social equity. So she was in New York and another guy is going to be in New York. Have a watch.
So I'm super excited to come on here today as I have an announcement. This is a, I guess, a different kind of announcement for me. Something I've been working behind the scenes on for a little bit. Tuesday night, June 6th in New York City, I'm going to be hosting a charity event. I'm going to be partnering with Everytown for the prevention of gun violence. This has been a subject for me that I've been strongly passionate about, especially after the shooting happened in Nashville at the Covenant School. For me, posting about it, posting stories about it, I've always wanted to do more on this cause, and I couldn't be happier to partner with Everytown on this, for this event. You know, if you're on the fence about this sort of issue, I invite you to still come, learn about the cause, learn about the organization. We're gonna have an incredible speaker there. We also have Connor B for my season, singing and playing music all night. Victoria's gonna be there. She feels so strongly about this cause as well. And I'm sure some of my other Bachelor Nation friends will be there. I'm excited to share this with you all. You know, this is going to be the day after my 30th birthday. Okay, so there's Greg supporting a good cause. It's, um, I don't want to paraphrase what the cause is for, but it's sensible gun legislation. We say sensible because, um, you know, I think the majority of Americans across political parties and affiliation have agreed that there needs to be sensible regulation, much like there is when it comes to getting your driver's license. You can't just drive a car without a driver's license, or if you are caught, you'd get in trouble. The same, you know, for should be said, you know, federally across state lines. You shouldn't be able to drive to one state, pick up a weapon that you couldn't get in another state. We should be able to make sure that we have the systems in place to make sure the guns aren't in the hands of people who don't um, uh, res responsibly take care of them. And of course, there's a million other issues. I, I could get into it all day long regarding our health care and what uh, other things need to be taken care of. But either way, Greg's going to be there on June 6th. So go check that out. Also, I'm going to be in New York City on June 6th on this show at New York Comedy Club. Look, tickets are 25 bucks, but check this out. If you just use this code BITCH, which, you know, I didn't, um, I didn't make the code. That's just what it is. If you apply the BITCH, um, $30 now becomes $13. Of course, there's a two drink, two drink minimum. You got to pay those New York prices, but not a bad price to see great stand-up comedy. I'll be on this show with one of my best friends who I started stand-up with a decade ago. She's so funny. Her name's Katie. And uh, yeah, I know a lot of Katie's. And anyway, uh, I think it's, uh, yeah, what was that? Uh, ages 16 and up. Um, so it, that'll be a fun show. I've got other shows, but this is the main one I'm promoting. That'll be Tuesday night june 6th so hey maybe you'll get lucky and you can go see greg and victoria and then you can come to my show maybe catch connor singing lots going on there i'm also going to be and I'm, I'm promoting this because it kind of has to do with the idea so caitlin goes she goes to new york city right and she's obviously there to promote her uh, her podcast, you know, that's like her main livelihood. Everything comes from the podcast. She gets followers. And by the way, they butchered the spelling of her name. She gets followers that come to the podcast. Maybe they'll buy some wine, you know, then, you know, it, it all kind of feeds itself when you're in that world. Right. So for her to spend $2,600 in New York, she, she'll make that back very quickly. That's a tax write-off for her. She went there to do some podcast interviews, some red carpets, this and that I'll be in Nashville, um, 
this coming Monday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, because I'll be there to do somebody's podcast, which makes that a tax write-off. I'll also be there to do stand-up comedy shows. So on Monday night, it's just the, their new material night. It's um, Again, I, I went there last minute, so it's really like an audition for me to, to get in with the bookers and show them that I'm a live, breathing human. But I'll be in Nashville on Monday night, the 29th, and that is only a $10 ticket. And you can see some of Nashville's top comedians, including your boy, which of course I've never performed in Nashville that I can remember at least, but it'll be a ton of fun. So lots going on there. And you know, that'll, that, that'll cost. Um, I know if you're on the Patreon, you watched me, um, you know, the Patreon sometimes is where I'll be when I'm booking hotels and things like that. So I've been staying at Hyatt's ex- exclusively. Um, they give you, you know, you get free breakfast and they, they take care of you. Um, it's a generally a comfortable hotel room, especially since I make my content on the road, you have to have enough room to make content at the Hyatt in New York city. It's so small. It's like a hundred square feet, right? It's tiny. Uh, maybe it's smaller. Maybe it's like 80 square feet. Uh, put it this way. My Royal Caribbean cruise was bigger than my Hyatt hotel, but I found out that if you use the ironing board as a desk, I can actually get my whole setup on the desk. So, you know, you try to uh, make a do with, uh, the nomadic lifestyle of creating content and also traveling for stand-up comedy. But I got to tell you, it's just been absolutely unreal to have everyone's support here and all of the, you know, the love and generosity you guys have been giving me as we've made the podcast here a new staple in the channel. I wanted to shout out a couple of your reviews here. We have Brooks Grandma on Apple Podcasts saying, hey, Dave, stop calling your podcast barrel scraping. You're putting yourself down and you have a great podcast. I love listening. I keep up the good work. You are very entertaining. And that was a five-star review. Well, look, I appreciate, look, I'm not saying it's barrel scraping as in it's a bad thing. It's just, you know, it's that time of year where we have to create content, sometimes seemingly out of nothing. I always argue that barrel scraping might be the best form of content that we make. And then Snappy Crab, our good friend in Switzerland, said, fantastic podcast, not just Bachelor content. Love Dave's take on all things Bachelor and more. Dave is funny and insightful. Give him a listen, and I promise you won't be bored. I'll tell you what, this Friday, I will be releasing for you guys exclusively my conversation with Jess Ambrose from the Chatty Broads podcast, and now your mom and dad pod. But I wanted to give you a sneak peek of the first moments of us doing our drive with Dave. It's just been a fantastic experience getting a chance to chat with people as we drive around. There's something about the ease of conversation that comes from driving in the car that has made this project a ton of fun. So anyway, here's a quick clip of my chat with Jess, which I did yesterday, and I will have this in its entirety on Friday. I don't want this to be an hour of me just telling you how much I am obsessed with you. We can do that if you want to. Let's make it a two hour podcast, let's go. No, you know how much I admire you. I just think you're incredible. I'm also feeling like top of the world right now. I just got picked up by you in a car, there's cameras. I'm like, what is life right now? I thought you were gonna so say like, you just got your podcast picked up for some deal. No, this, uh, is, this is better. And that full conversation ended up being my longest interview so far. We got a new GoPro, as I mentioned, bought it off of a Bachelor producer, unbeknownst to me. And I've got a full three camera setup in the car with me and Jess. You're gonna love this conversation. We talk a lot about overcoming, you know, our, you know, the scars we have from our parents, you know, our inner child problems of not necessarily always feeling the love that we were looking for and we talk about purity culture Jess comes from an extremely uh, conservative um, and I mean that through the religious lens not political 
um, backdrop. And, um, you know, she's had to do a lot of work to kind of figure out who she is and who she wants to be. And I tell you what, we are all grateful for that because she's a fantastic human. You're going to be a better version of yourself after you listen to her talk. I promise you that. I promise that to you. All right. Well, that's going to do it for me today. We'll be back tomorrow with a ton of content to get to. As always, it's Barrel Scraping Dave. We'll talk to you later. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. Thank you.